0: you've come to the right place to have some fun to have some fellowship tonight hanging with harry so eventually harry we're gonna have to um call up tommy or somebody nathan timmy somebody even aaron could probably help us with this but we're gonna have to get like a a theme kind of intro song or some kind of like what do you call that what do you call that harry Good grief, I don't know. You know, like every good TV show, right? That's the one thing we're lacking on, on this wonderful program. A Theme song. Some kind of a theme song, intro. So you don't have to hear me make something up every single week. I was thinking about the four tops singing Ain't No
1: Woman Like a One I Got.
0: <laughs> That's what you want? We would get kicked off Facebook, so
1: every day the sun comes around her. I can see we the would birds have to get
0: like somebody. Singing harmony. <laughs> We'd have to get somebody to sing that. I can sing it. Okay, like somebody that is a little better. I can sing it. And <laughs> hey,
1: Welcome, everybody. I don't know who's online, but, but uh, welcome. Glad you're here. We're going to have an hour of a friendly conversation with a spiritual flavor. Trevor can never remember that line, so I want to make sure he knows. Okay. Okay. It's a friendly conversation with a spiritual flavor. And we decided today we want you to be involved. I know that means I
0: have to shut up. Do you see me practice? Involved, huh? So Come you on. want people? You want more people to interact. Yeah, right back. And more and less of us talking. Right? That's right. Yeah. Call
1: Trevor on his phone if you want to and interrupt him, or <laughs> call Aaron Van Fleet, or call Anita at the house and say, go over to the church and take him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, or whatever you want to do, man. Just get. So uh, is that, with is that because of last
0: week? Was that because of last week you want more people to interact? Because we, 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 we just went for last it last week. Last week just <laughs> hammered, man. I should have taken an offering. <laughs> last week I should have taken an offering after that. But I don't want to lose the
1: man. The intensity. That was wonderful. You know, we talked about when God forgives you, it's all forgiven. And it's fantastic. So we had a great time with that, Trevor. I enjoyed oh, it I agree. Much. Yeah. I agree. 100%. I enjoyed it.
0: Good. Did you catch Super Bowl this past Sunday, Harry? I did, in fact, catch the Super Bowl.
1: Every minute of it.
0: Yeah, you were telling me today it's like the first time in a very long time. I would say it's been 20 years since I've sat down and watched a football game from beginning to end. We're not even talking about just the Super Bowl. We're talking about any football any game Any football on TV. game,
1: anywhere, anytime, anyplace.
0: Because my wife says that's a huge commitment to sit down and watch a football game because it takes, what, three and a half, four hours? It wasn't a commitment
1: for me, man. It was a joy. I agree. I mean, it was a joy.
0: I, I was at my mom's I, house
1: Sunday night. Yeah. There were no kids, no grandkids. <laughs> and I was leaning back on a recliner watching the game. And it was fantastic.
0: And that's pretty late for you. Like, you must have really enjoyed it because usually, like, you'd be snoozing by yeah. about 9 30, 10.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so was really since, since, since you watched the game. Okay. This is, this is one of my favorite parts, right? Here we right? go. Here we commercials. Go. Did you see any commercials that you liked?
1: Uh, you know, I. I know they spend big money on a commercial. Oh, they
0: do, yeah. I wonder what the average, like what, what a commercial costs in the Super Bowl. Chat, help us out there. Average, commercial, Super Bowl. I know some, some – um, well, well, let's be clear about chat. Can they Google that, Trevor? Chat, absolutely. Yeah. yeah you know, unless you know unless I say guys. you no, can't unless Google, Google it. Let's be clear about
1: this. Trevor wants you to know this is, questions this is that nobody trivia. in the world can know, away, but you can't
0: Google it. We're not giving away pizzas right now. Well, we may for the nights over if I, we feel yeah, like it. I, don't be calling so that a thirty second commercial for Super Bowl fifty four, which is last year, cost five point six million. Five point six million for a thirty okay. second.
1: Let's go back to that and I'll tell you, in lieu of the cost of those commercials. Did you have a favorite one? I can't remember what
0: they were. <laughs> so they must not have been that good to get your attention. Not at all. My my favorite one, and Chad, I'd like to hear your input here because we're we're trying to get you guys engaged a little bit more tonight. Chad. Chad. Oh, as you mean the people watching? chat? As in the people maybe in the Chad comments? Was I didn't know who. But. I don't. I don't know if like this guy understands like what the chat is. But if when, he would just speak in 1960s, in 2021, I could be when you say the chat, that means the people that are joined us. Okay, we got that. We're good now. So, chat, let us know what your favorite commercial was. Mine was the Rocket Mortgage. With Tracy Morgan. Oh yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Did you, that you get to good. watch that one? Yeah, that I don't was good. Who Tracy Morgan is? Who's Tracy Morgan? He was the dude that was like leading the charge of that commercial. Yeah, that was a pretty stinking good commercial, man. His like, big thing was he's pretty sure, right? So yeah, he pushed sure. him out of the airplane, saying, "I'm pretty sure this is a parachute." yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> and the okay. girl's like, "I've got a sandwich in mine," because <laughs> it was literally a backpack. Yeah, yeah. So it was just scenarios back to back to back. Yeah, that was good. About was good. I'm pretty good. sure I'm pretty sure you can take that guy. But you had to tell me that to remind me that. I know, but that was, that was a funny one. That was a good one.
1: I saw so, two of those. Two different times I saw those. They spent $10 million on those commercials, and
0: yeah, I don't remember. Millions and millions of dollars on commercials, and you just get to a point of like, what are we doing? If they had sung... I'm stuck on Band-Aids and Band-Aids stuck on me. <laughs> I would still
1: remember that. Right. So Isn't you're it funny, though? There are some yeah. There are some commercial
0: jingles and that kind of stuff. You're the guy that needs, like, the jingle, right? That helps I you. I don't know.
1: They're just punchlines and jingles that That's I never That's what forget. radio
0: still does it every now and again. M&M Chocolate Candies.
1: We talked about that last week. Yeah. Melted they actually in, had a
0: decent commercial.
1: They melt in your mouth. Not in your hand.
0: That's right. Yeah. So anyway. you're saying, like, catchphrase. Yeah. I remember, like... We're to answer this one. What's good to the last drop? I mean, I was going to say, Folger's in your cup, right? Hey, you got it, right? baby.
1: I was going to make See, that up.
0: That, like, yeah, yeah, you're right about it that. It hangs, that man. Catches, yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's gone. And, and songs are the same way. Like, songs are the same right? way. Right? Songs yeah. are the same way. Some yeah. songs, like, you just got, and we're talking about worship songs as well, but, but obviously there are some songs that, like, you get in your head and you're just like, man, I can't stand that. Like the Baby Shark song. Oh, that's, that's miserable to get that stuck in your head because you're singing that. The rest of the day for sure can i
1: be a little mm, uh, this feels a little somber but it's okay i met today with debbie vernon who okay. just lost her husband mike and she said for the last weeks of his life yeah she would hear all time in his bedroom he listened to tasha cobb oh, really? singing he knows my name Ooh, that's a good one and she said, I got to where every time I go by the bedroom, Tasha was singing, he knows my name. And so there are times and oh, places
0: yeah. where, man, things that's, just that's intersect huge, with you. Yeah. That's huge. And you got to know for Debbie, that's got to be huge to oh. get this piece to know that like your husband, Yeah. like he, he knows.
1: Who's dying of cancer. You know, and, didn't and have man, many days left. Yeah, and, I mean, and he's, he's, what he's playing over and over and over is Tasha Cobb, who knows my name. And I told you today, Trev, too, and, I apologize, but this is real life stuff, no, you know? That's good. Sometimes this good. Sometimes this whole social networking thing or social ministry thing is exhausting, and you feel like, man, I'm not sure why we do it. And we know we don't do it as well as Elevation Church. Yeah. I've heard about Elevation Church, and I'm blue in the face. <laughs> we don't do it as well as Elevation. We don't even do it as well as Southeast, but we do it. And you feel like, eh. But then you have somebody comes back and says, and, and again, Debbie told me, Mike, uh, Mike watched every service while he was sick,
0: uh-huh.
1: every Sunday morning. He wouldn't miss it for
0: anything. That's a big deal.
1: And so you want to say, man, for all of its, uh, for all of its difficulty and trials yeah. and dif- problems, you think it's worth it. It's
0: oh, yeah. worth it. It was worth oh, it. Yeah, it was yeah. worth it. Yeah. Probably more than ever. More than ever in the church, like for you guys watching at home, for you guys that are, you know, have kind of taken a pause on kind of public events. Like this is a time that I think it's important, you know, and so that's why we're trying our best. We're just trying. We're not best. professionals. We never claim to be. So you get what you get with us, right? You do. Yeah. And, and do. we do a great job for, I, f- I feel like, great volunteer work. Yeah. Know? Yeah,
1: that's right. Oh, <laughs> we've well. Got, we've got great Let's help. get off that. Of Let's don't talk All about it. So,
0: so what about this? What about this? Ramona has already started, and she says um, halftime show was really not entertaining at all. What's your thoughts on the halftime show, Harry? Did you, I mean, you watched Super Bowl, did you check out the halftime show?
1: You know, I committed before Super Bowl started, I was going to turn it off.
0: Okay, halftime show? Yeah. Okay.
1: But I didn't, I watched every minute of it. Right. Can I be honest and tell you, I did not w- understand one word the guy said the whole time. So, so not I don't only, know if he's singing about cattle in the
0: backyard or some girl. My guess is some girl, but I don't have a clue. So not only did you not understand what he was saying, but you couldn't even grasp, like, what's even going on here? Well,
1: I didn't recognize any of those faces of all those guys that had face surgery and had their faces all wrapped up. <laughs> I, I didn't recognize any of those guys.
0: Yeah, that was wild. I don't
1: believe all those guys in the stands
0: playing violins could really play violins. <laughs> if he did, he's got a bunch of good... So there, mu- there was like violin players in the stands? You didn't see that? No, oh, man, I watched a halftime show. Come on. We had a youth party, man. We are too busy okay. playing nine square and The fireworks and... and the pyro
1: techniques and the show... That was impressive. ...was unbelievable. Yeah, it yeah. feels kind of like our age. Now, maybe this is just for older folks. Okay. And maybe if I'd grown up listening to... Johnny
0: Weekend or whatever his name is. I don't know what the dude's I name is. I think it's The Weekend. Is his name The Weekend? I think it's the like you wouldn't say. Did you listen to Weekend this th- today? You would say, Did you listen to The Weekend? Right? I don't really know. I, I, I try to be hit, but it's like that's probably maybe somebody in the that. chat can help us there. Okay. Okay. Any young people in the Idiot. chat? help What us did you out. ask me about The Weekend? I don't know. We were just talking about how bad like that well, it was. Wasn't a,
1: you know, one thing I did. I, I don't. <laughs> As far as I know, it wasn't ugly. Yeah, it wasn't, that's a good thing. It wasn't overtly sexual. You didn't yeah, have some girl pulling her right. top off in the middle <laughs> of it like we had one, you know, like that's one a good Super thing. Bowl. And, uh, yeah, you're, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I, now, the lyrics could
0: have been, been. It may have been hugely like said, political. No I don't idea. know, but I couldn't understand any words, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, anyways, just fine. But fun.
1: I... I uh, I actually loved it. I enjoyed the evening. I yeah. enjoyed the game. Well good. Yeah. I enjoyed Tom I know. Brady. I'm impressed with a guy, oh, forty three yeah. years old, yeah. still running the team and doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Yep. Seven Super Bowls. Mahomes is a great quarterback. He threw some great he threw some great passes, fall into the ground and they hit a guy's hand, hit his face
0: mask, and he I dropped it. I'm Yeah, if you're so, a Kansas City fan, you're pretty frustrated. Yeah, still. I'm saying
1: get you some For new sure. split
0: ends and tight ends and some of that stuff maybe. Right. But, All right, so let's recap Sunday. Okay. Sunday Sermon, and i got to encourage our people, if you haven't taken the time to listen to the sermon from Sunday, you can find that on YouTube or Facebook. Yeah, sweet to say that. You've got to check that one out. Sweet you'd say that. And I'm sure I've said that before, but this one was just like, it was bold. You know, the the premise was very something we can practically put our hands on and and be able to, like, respond to that call. It's a tough call, though, so go ahead.
1: Sweet you'd say that, Trevor. Well as I told people on Saturday, I'm not sure where all that stuff comes from. It just comes from my walk. Yeah. And I guess I, I figure that most of us are a whole lot alike. You know, we're a whole lot alike. And so the same struggles I have, you have. I don't think I'm all that much different than you are. And uh, so, uh, uh, you know, I was just working on trying how to live my life. And I really got struck by verse one where he says,
0: in chapter
1: live, 12. Yeah, live, live your life in a way that, it involves reasonable service. And what, what I became aware of was I was the one that defined for me what was reasonable.
0: Right. So here's my version. Okay. I, I, I read the NLT sometimes. I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable.
1: Hmm.
0: So not... Not acceptable in my opinion, right? Not yeah, acceptable, find it acceptable in Harry's opinion, yeah. but he will find acceptable. Right? Yeah, it's
1: really interesting. You know, uh, some versions say you're spiritual worship. Right. And, but, you know, again, the, I think the better translation is the old King James okay. translation, which says you're reasonable, logical. It comes from the same root. It says it's logical. logical. Yeah. The, the Greek word is logikē, oh, wow. which is logical. Okay. Service, now, latreia. And uh, and I and I just came to the conclusion I was the one that decided. Is it too much? The Lord says, give a hundred bucks. I say, well, that's not reasonable for mm. me. I, you know, I only make X amount of dollars, so give a hundred bucks? Really? That's and I'm the one that sets the criteria for what I can and cannot do, what I cannot I give, what I cannot I say. It became a real challenge to me, man. Just just yeah. a, you
0: know, you kind of set your own parameters. Oh, for sure. Like it's. It's one of those things that it's worth, like, listening to again because I felt like it's, it's, it's something that too many times we struggle with, you know. You know and sometimes we don't recognize we, yeah. we struggle with it.
1: I was a little, I was a little and I, I wouldn't have called it bold. Uh, I, I was amazed, Trevor, that you would call it bold, but that's good. Um, uh, I used a pretty down-home illustration about our Africans, okay. our African church. Yeah. which spends five hours on Saturday morning in a prayer room. Yeah. Thirty-five of them with the drums boom, 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 and praying and praying and praying. And I'd say everybody in the English congregation would say that's unreasonable. Mm. To me, it is. So I, you know.
0: But so it's funny because, like, you know, we just talked about the Super Bowl. That's a four-hour long process. That game didn't end until 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And so we can we'll, – we'll sit and – and I'm as guilty as anyone – we can sit and watch a movie, we can sit and do whatever, but we think it's unreasonable to sit in a room and pray for five hours, right, you know, and that's, I know that's tough, I, I mean, that's, that's tough. I, I, maybe I that's an that. extreme illustration, yeah. I know that's an extreme illustration, but. But there's a lot of things in this world we'll do for five hours, Yeah. and,
1: and then, I'm guilty I, of that. Then I bumped into this other word, Trevor, and, and I don't want to take too much time, I don't want to just re-preach the sermon, but I bumped into the word, which was an interesting word that says, in everything you ought to be first. Okay. I mean, it blew me out of the water. And that doesn't mean you're supposed to be the winner. It meant... Now, did that, f- did that come out of Romans 12 anywhere? No, Romans 12, verse 10 and 11, 10, 11. Where he's talking about how to get along with one another, how to love one another, right, how to right, care right. for one another. Uh, my version says you ought to outdo one another in showing oh, okay. honor. Outdo.
0: When you're, when you're in relationship with other Christians... When you're in relationship Christians with one with another, you ought to outdo them. You ought to be first. You ought to be first. Because that's tricky, because like, when you say you should be first we kind of raise our eyebrow like, well, "What do you mean, man, like I've been told in now, church. Now, there's
1: a part of the Christian world backs up and says, oh, the first should be last, the yeah. last should be first. I need to be humble. But, uh, but the truth is, uh, that call was, man, be first in service. Yeah. Be first to show your love. Be first to, uh, you know, uh, carry the load, whatever. Yeah. Just be first. I mean, if, if, think about, I'd, I'd like to, if we could have a common chat about that, yeah. I mean, your friends you call chat. Yeah, in I'd the like, chat, to, the people I'd like that are to know Washington. what keeps us from taking the first step. So you what know? keeps
0: us from, from initiating, initiating. Being
1: the being the first one, you know, like Giving uh,
0: us giving us a little bit of example might help.
1: Uh,
0: like when you say be the first. Okay, uh first in line to get free no, pizza, what are no, we talking no, about? No, you know no. what I mean?
1: You and your wife or you and your husband okay. have had
0: a little tiff over something Absolutely. stupid.
1: Most time, we have fights over something stupid, <laughs> and there's a little bit of quietness stupid. in the room, yeah. and we have to figure out who's going to break the silence. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was stupid in the way I respond. No, we'll sit around for hours waiting. Maybe you guys don't. And and I have sat around more than three minutes sometimes, waiting for somebody to be the first one to speak. That's good. You want to say, "Okay, I'm going to quit doing that. I'm just going to be first." It's good. Why don't you tell us about your illustration, Trevor? Do I have an illustration? You do. Okay. Remind me what that one is. Maybe about Nolan going back to... uh... (laughs) Why are you bringing that up?
0: (laughs) Okay. Maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, I really don't want to talk about that. (laughs) He don't want to be first in that. I mean, I'll probably submit to my wife for sure in that,
1: but... So so Trevor and Jeannie are having a little conversation (laughs) about whether their four-year-old needs to go back to... Uh, a Mother's Day out program, yeah, or a pre K program. Yeah, something
0: like that, yeah.
1: One of them feels it'd be great for him, and the other one has, the other one he, the other one he has some questions about whether he ought to go back or not. And I said, why don't you just be first and submit? And he said, I probably will eventually. I'm thinking, why waste all that time, man? The second yeah. word in that story was be first speedily. Do it and just go ahead and say, man, I'll be the first. I thought, what would the church look like if everybody's first? Yeah. Can you imagine saying, Anybody got a testimony? And 29 people stand up at the same time. So yep, 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 yep.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think that's a great illustration. Any, any kind of altar call, any kind of like, you know. Anything you want man, to praise the Lord for? You guys need to praise. Like, we've done that yeah. before. Like, yeah. man, you I might have got something good to share. Yeah. You know, I did that with the teens, I think, Wednesday night. And it was like, you might have good things to share.
1: And usually you get. It was crickets. Teens or adults, you get crickets. And then it finally. Was crickets. But you know what happens? Yeah. This has always been uh, Danny Bratcher. Hi, Danny. Thanks for the... I know, Danny. Thanks for the uh, encouragement, man. Um, Sorry I got distracted. You know what happens, though, Trevor? Almost every time in a church Saturday, when somebody goes first, there are other people that follow along. Amen to that. I can remember as a kid, I used to be doing stuff I knew was stupid I shouldn't be doing. The preacher would give an altar call, and I'd say... If somebody else goes, on. oh yeah, for You know, you've been there and done that. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: I'm always wanting for somebody, and we just it's. And you have that whole conversation with the Lord. Now, oh, Lord, if yeah. you just move somebody, yeah. or I will pick I'm, somebody in particular right and say,
1: <laughs> if James Curry goes, I'm going. You know, I'm yeah, there. Whatever, I'm there. I'll be right behind it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And and it's just interesting to apply that to everyday life. I mean, be the first guy to bring donuts to the office. Mm. People don't know how to respond when, you know, I don't know. And not for the wrong reason.
0: Just do <laughs> be it. Be the first one up tomorrow morning with coffee and breakfast for the whole fam ready to go. Right? I mean, just like it doesn't have to be crazy things. You don't have to like turn the world upside down.
1: Let me, let me give you one that's even better. No, okay. That's not better than yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's a sermon from two or three years ago. I still remember. Okay. Always be the first one to take out the trash. Oh, yeah. When the can's full, take it out. Be the first one. It's good. Just take it. Now, Beverly McKinney says she believes that shyness and fear of embarrassment keep us from being first in public
0: places. Okay. So our shyness and fear of fear embarrassment. Fear for sure is a big one. Yeah, just fear. Anybody else? i love to hear what people say to that. Because I feel like that's, that's one of those things that can really help us as a church move to, you know, just a deeper level. You know, imagine coming into church um, on Sundays. People really, I don't know, going with that thought of, I've got to be first, you know. I've got to be the first one to my seat. You know, you i got to be the first one to raise my hand during worship. That's right. i got to be the first one to clap and make some noise.
1: I've got to be the first one to go to the altar and kneel and pray yeah. during prayer. Or whatever. I yeah. don't care. It don't matter what. It don't matter, yeah. And it's not about... Just choosing to be for—it's like, I mean, particularly when the Lord just picks your heart a little bit, and you feel like I probably ought to. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because we don't want to twist anyone no, to, no, to be don't being twist more them spiritual, right? Be funky, right? be weird. We're yeah. not—we're not trying to be weird with it, but it's just like, man, if the Lord's like pushing you to do that, just do it.
1: You know, I, I want to brag on our church a little bit, though. We we had a, a a new young man that visited not long ago at the church, and he's been here two or three Sundays now, and he said, "You know, I've been to a lot of churches." larger and smaller and said, your church was a little unusual in that there were a whole number of people that came up to me and shook my hand mm. and said, I'm really glad you're here. Wow! Be the first to greet a stranger. Yeah. Be the first to say to a visitor, hey, my name's Joe. Glad you're here today. Just be first. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I love the challenge of that. I think that's yeah. a tremendous challenge. Be that with your kids. Yeah. Be that with your spouse. Be that in a workplace, be that in a classroom, you know, be that in the church. Just adopt that. And as I said, the second word is be first quickly
0: too. <laughs> Speedily, man. Be yeah. fast. Be quick. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't it, wait. It, it reminds me a lot of um, where, where you've kind of pushed us already this year is to say be a taker. Yeah, be a taker. You know, it's a very similar concept to just say, man. Just, oh, let me just tell you go. a cute
1: one today. I love this. So, to Combs. Frieda and Rob have been coming, coming yeah. back to our church. I love that.
0: That's great. They,
1: they were here about 17 years ago, and now they're back. Has it been that long? Yeah, 17 wow. years. I love that. And now they're back. And, and I love Rob and Frieda both. And I love the, the whole story that goes with that and the grace that's in that whole story. And uh, so, Frida said, If you ever need soup, I can fix it. Okay. So, she called Anita uh, one day this week and said, I have two bowls of beef stew, beef stew, and two loaves of bread for anybody in the church that may need it. They're both in the refrigerator, the kitchen. like, oh my God. She said, I want to be first. Wow. And I knew that didn't mean she wants to win the game. She means, you know, and uh, so uh, I love this story. So Anita said today, uh, I want to take a bowl of that beef stew over to Herb Augustine. The other one went to James and Marilyn Hodges, Frida. And I want to take a bowl over to Herb because Anna's Mm -hmm. in the rehab center and Herb's a good cook, but it's a break. So here's what happened. We, we drove over there this afternoon, and then he got out and knocked on the back door and said, here's a bowl of beef stew, and here's a loaf of bread. And he smiled, and he said, well, this is great. said, some lady from the church just brought me chicken noodle soup about an hour
0: ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we were second. I don't know who it was. He didn't know who it was. but yeah, uh, what a,
0: That's a great illustration I, about being first, man. Somebody beat him to the draw. Somebody beat us to the draw. Yeah.
1: Yeah, somebody beat us to the draw.
0: And I, I don't know who he was, but somebody was first. And put yourself in that dude's shoes where you're getting two bowls of soup that day and you got to feel like, man, I feel loved. I it wouldn't surprise
1: you me. that when I left he said, hey, Pastor, you know, I've got a check for the church. Can I just give it to you? And I said, sure, Herb. And so he gave me his wow. offering for the yeah, church. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you guys know this. You practice it. Many of you practice it. But if we could just learn to just be first, it would change the dynamic of our lives personally. I mean, just take the first step, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you, you bring up that offering piece because, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't early on in my, like, my walk where I, like, I knew about tithing and offering. You know, it really? took me a little bit to understand like what was going on with that. And so I, it's, it's interesting. I, I remember you said it before, but just talking about, you know, Sunday is the day that like starts your week off. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the whole purpose and the like a big point, maybe not the whole purpose, but a big point of, you know, tithes and offerings is, is that's, that's the first thing out of the paycheck. Yeah. That's yeah. the first thing you give. First thing. First, first.
1: No. Man, I bumped in. You shouldn't have brought that up. Yeah, I brought, a, I bumped in an idea that's a little crazy. Okay. And for all you serious Bible scholars, I don't know what you're going to do with this. <laughs> but it's from Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 20, I think, in there. I don't, ask me how I got back there. And I could tell you, but you don't want to go through all that. It's about bringing your tithe. Okay, is what he says. <laughs> Pardon me. He says, get your tithe and bring it, bring it to the house of the Lord and sit down with your family and eat it. And he said, by the, by the way, if you've got too far to go, sell it in your homeland, drive to where the sanctuary is, buy the food and the oil and the wine and everything you need, and eat that when you're in the temple of the Lord. Now, you need to make provision for the Levites, the guys that work there, because yeah. they, don't, they, they don't get a portion of the land like you do. Okay. But I think we, to me, that's an unusual picture. I wrestle with, what if I was a pastor I said one yeah. Sunday, you know that tithe you're going to put in today? Thanks for bringing it to church. Now, this afternoon, take it out back and buy the biggest steak you can buy and eat it. Because I don't think we realize that gift, in some odd way, man, it's for us. I know know that's an odd thought, and and I'm sure I'm taking it too far, but people that have given faithfully through the years will tell you they've been blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed. And it's like you get to eat
0: the end result of a generous life. Yeah, I mean, I would <laughs> I would imagine talking to people who have given a tithe and offering for years and years and years, you know, thirty years.
1: Yeah,
0: that like you would have a conversation with them. Maybe we need to do that sometime. Literally, find some people that have been generous over the years and just talk to them about that one Sunday, or even one hanging with Harry. Yeah, and just and just have a conversation about what that looks like for them and why. Why would you continue to do that Sunday after Sunday? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I would, I would assume they would say, "Because I love it, because I love what the Lord has given me, and I'm just giving back." You know, or you know, just I don't know. It'd just be incredible to see like how people would would do with that. You know, what they would say with yeah. that.
1: It's just been, yeah, it's tremendous. Yeah, I don't know where all that. That's good. I don't know how we end up talking about that, but it's
0: good. Yeah, it's good. So let's let's take a quick turn. Okay, let's turn. I'm ready. Turn. All right. This is where we need the chat to step up their game. Okay. Need the chat to step up their game. You guys good now? Get your fingers ready to type for us, all right? So this, this segment, this segment is, we're going to call it chat takeover, okay? Oh. Chat takeover. So this is Open
1: Line Tuesday.
0: Yes, whatever that means, Open Line Tuesday. So you guys get to steer the conversation for the next little bit. So whatever <laughs> you guys, there you go, chat takeover. So whatever you guys want to, question-wise... Send us some questions about whatever you want, spiritual, fun, personal. (laughs) And Harry and I will try our best to kind of hit those. All right, so this is your time. Harry and I are going to kind of be quiet for a little bit. I'm going to take a nap, Trev, because I'm not anticipating But we need you guys to put some questions in.
1: Aaron, can can you play the Jeopardy? Hey, there's my aunt. Hi, Wilma. I love Wilma. Wilma's 80 years old, and she's the one involved in homeless ministry in Richmond. And that's she's, right. She's got a daughter, my first cousin, that's just battling cancer, and the Lord's helping her and touching her and celebrate with Wilma.
0: That's good. All right. I've I loaded this up with a couple questions from the teens. I texted them today. Oh, good. Okay. And they have a couple. What's Harry's favorite thing to preach about? gives the time for the chat to kind of send us some questions in, okay? Harry's favorite thing... To preach about? To preach.
1: Well, it reminds me of President Truman, whom they said it was a man, was a few words. Okay. And and so uh, he went home from church one day and his wife said, what did the preacher preach about? And he said, sin. What did he say about it? And he said, he's against it. And that's all he had to say. So I I guess the truth is what I really want to preach about is Jesus.
0: Just preached by Jesus. That's it. Everything surrounding that topic. Yeah. Jesus. It's good. All right, we're getting some questions in now. Good. Um, Shane Barris asks, when did Harry know he wanted to lead a church? That's a, that's a big question.
1: Well, it was after. I felt like initially I wanted just to give my life in ministry. Okay. I know what that meant. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to be full-time involved in church work because I was so excited about being a Christian and living for God, I thought anybody, anything would be better than making car paint, which was what I was doing. And I know that was true. So I went away planning I'll be a youth pastor or I'll be a missionary or something. And I started with this real broad call that said, I just want to do what God, and some, <coughs> somewhere along the way, it just got narrowed down okay. to where I felt like, and I can't point, tell you exactly when, at yeah. some point I just knew, I just need to pastor a local
0: church. Wow. And so that's what I've been doing. That's pretty awesome. has been a fun decision. Absolutely. So just over time? Over time. It wasn't like this one
1: huge nah, moment? Not for me. Yeah. And it, but it started with just a desire to be involved. And I know people, man, I'll never forget. Uh, it was a Wednesday night. Jackie Holzman, you mentioned Tommy early. Jackie Holzman brought a friend with her to the Wednesday night service who... Uh, had called on their office. He came a Wednesday night service. Engaged. He's a fun guy. He was 11 years from, from retirement. He said, "11 years from now, when I retire, I'm going to go into full time ministry." I'm like, "I remember you saying that, dude. You may want to start tomorrow. You know." So there's a sense of urgency in that. Yeah. Whatever it is. So
0: yeah. That's good. That's okay. the best answer I can give. No, it's good. We got another one here. Keep them coming. Oh, no. This is, your, this is your all's time to ask anything you want, and the man's got to answer, all right? Here I don't you go. mean
1: I have an answer. I'll make one up. Oh, you, <laughs> That's right. See if you can tell truth or consequences. See if it's the truth this, or a lie. This
0: comes back to be the first okay. to get a good question. I'll be
1: the first, okay.
0: All right, so Beverly McKinney says, how do you feel about those that want to help in the background without people knowing? Oh, my goodness. We can't make it without those in the background.
1: I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Beverly, we got to have them. They're yeah. the best, man. You don't have to be on TV around no. here. No. I'll tell you how I feel about them, though. So many times we don't, we don't know who they are. They don't even present themselves ah, as people that so. want to work. They want to do it, but, but you don't know to call on them because they haven't really said, hey, you can use me for anything you want to use me for, but don't call me up front. Don't ask me to speak. Don't ask me to play the piano. Don't call my name out loud. But if you need it, I'll be there. They're the best. By the way, that's who Beverly is. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh,
0: Kevin Brown says... Oh, no. Wait a minute. Let's be be clear right now. I'm nervous about Kevin Brown. Don't be nervous because this is a good one. This is a good one. You ready? Yeah. Ask Harry if he remembers giving my wife, Lisa, a red bow and what the significance of that was. Oh, yeah. You know I remember that. I've told that story a bunch of times and...
1: Uh, so, Kevin, I'm going to tell that. I'll try to tell it kind of quickly. I was kind of in my prayer time one time, just quietly praying. In fact, I was slipped away in the closet because when you got younger kids at home, it was a while back, kids are home, grandkids are around. You got to go somewhere, you know. Rah, rah, rah. So it was a big enough closet. I wasn't cramped in, but I went in the closet and shut the door and I was just praying, trying to get ready to preach. And I remember a time in my life. It was very, very, very difficult. It was Christmas time and uh, it was just difficult. My dad's away from home, and I didn't know where he was and what he's doing. And it was different. It was difficult. And uh, so I was reflecting on that, and kind of sad about it in that situation. And it's like the Lord gave me this picture. It was an odd picture. I don't know where it came from, but I was sitting in the barn. It was Bailey Griggs's barn in Valley View, Kentucky. I was sitting in the barn. Up one of those big center poles made out of a cedar tree, up high was this big red bow. And I thought, I remember saying to the Lord in that moment, I said, Lord, I don't. This bow, I don't get it. This night was not a gift to me. It's not a gift. He said, I I know it wasn't a gift to you. This is just to let you know I saw everything that happened that evening. Oh my goodness. I'm like, you mean you knew? Yeah. I was right there. I saw everything that transpired in the stripping room in that old barn. Wow. And uh, I have had more people remind me of the Red Bull illustration than any other illustration I've ever used. So right. it's just, Kevin, it's just to remind you the Lord saw it, He knew about it, He was there, He was watching over you,
0: He was keeping you, even though you might not have even known it at yeah. the time. Yeah, that's good. Those illustrations are powerful. They really yeah. are. Because it, it not only gives you this like, key word, quick memory, but it, it brings you back to a memory of a sermon that can continue mm-hmm. to develop as a promise the rest of your oh, life, yeah. you know, of the yeah. character of God and how He's provided and how He's with us for that special yeah, it's moment. It's interesting,
1: haven't? Kevin, I'll respond to you. Uh, it's probably too much. But I've buried a number of people that their loved ones put their red bow in the casket. Really? Yeah. Wow. So...
0: It was a big, thank you for asking. You remind me of oh, that's that. that's great. Remind me of that. All right, keep the questions coming. We need some more. We need some more. And I'll ask one right now. Oh, well, you ain't got no more to While, ask. Them. I'm going to take a nap if they don't want to talk. <laughs> While we're waiting for people to hit it up. Come on now. I don't care if you've never spoken in the chat before. This is your time to just give us something here. All right, here's my question. Okay. And maybe the chat can even answer too. Okay, go ahead. Um, you're, I would say your most... I would say most memorable or your favorite kind of Sunday morning at this church. Does that make sense, Chad? Your favorite Sunday morning at this church. Maybe it was something that was said. Maybe it was a testimony that was given. Maybe just like the red bow, it was an illustration. But your favorite Sunday morning. Well, I I don't know if it's my favorite, but I got a special one that comes to my mind. You may have been here, Trevor.
1: I don't think you were, Aaron, but you may have been here. It was a Sunday morning that we set up a microphone and said, this is a morning that you can just declare your faith in the Lord.
0: How are you, how you going to take my... That's the one I was about to give. This man, guy, it
1: was special, wasn't it? It was
0: good, man. And it people so just good. lined
1: up. And they, they gave us two seconds said, I believe in Jesus. Yes. I've accepted Him. Others would say a little more. And you know what became hugely... So meaningful to oh, me in yeah. that. Know we all love said. Harold Newton yeah. and Harold Harold was Harold man. I loved Harold Newton, yeah, still absolutely. do. And not too long after that Sunday morning, he had a massive heart attack and died. And that was such a gift. Yeah. To remember his expression of faith in Jesus yeah. on what that Sunday morning, yeah, man, sure. it was just it was fantastic. So yeah. there have been lots of different. There have kinds been of yeah. Things, it's hard to just but, say but, this is my. But I think most those times those times that are creative and people are involved and engaged, man, it's,
0: that's always the, the most beautiful and yeah. the best ones, you know. But yeah. that's one that comes to mind. I mean, a couple come to my mind. I would, and like I said, I'd love to hear from the chat if they, if they have one. Um, obviously, I was going to say that one because I remember the line just wrapped. Yeah. You know, because it was like, I, and you wonder, you go back and you think about it. That, that's probably before we were recording stuff. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Um, we had it on DVD uh, we had it on a, we had a
1: DVD yeah. we had an audio
0: recording but okay. we, didn't have a, we didn't have a video okay. recording but just to see like who, who got up first yeah and to see how long it took people because I do remember man that, that was a line you know and and it took a while but but it was a great morning one I'll never forget um, another one I remember is um, definitely when we had like the chairs on the stage and people were just sharing about their testimony. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of their testimony.
1: You know, there's an interesting theme coming through this that I didn't anticipate. Maybe okay. we got to learn from all of us. Yeah, yeah. And that is, uh, I remember the Sunday morning that Jane Cantrell okay. shared a story that was so moving. Yeah. And I don't know if she'd ever told it publicly before. And the fear of embarrassment was great for her but we all loved her more because of that. It was just it was one of those fantastic mornings, yep. man. That if you were here you would
0: never forget. So what's the thing that that's as surprising to that? Uh, it's when we as a people get involved. Yeah. In fact, Trevor and
1: I've been talking about maybe a good time to mention. There's a bit of a, a a new movement among the men happening in the life of our church. Yeah, absolutely. And two or three or four guys have kind of got I don't know, uh, they've kind of gotten, and uh, Sparked or we've something. been talking about getting that movement to go, and, uh, and what we're hoping is it'll be a movement of what the Lord's doing in you and what, how he wants to use you, and it won't be so focused on me and my teaching or Trevor and his leadership, it'll be more on, well, okay. you got it this week, Larry, yeah. and you got it this week, this week, Rick, and you got it this week, Dwayne, and you got it this week,
0: you yeah. know, like, a, like a, a group together on a mission to just encourage one another, grow. Challenge one another. And, and more than anything, challenge. To challenge one another. Just challenge one another. Yeah, one yeah another. really, really. You know, because I recognize like, and it goes back to the sermon on Sunday. You know, there's a lot of times when we operate, I think you said this, I wrote it down. You said we operate, if I can find it, under our own understanding. Yeah. And kind of our own radar, our own speed, whatever you want to say there. But ultimately, our walk becomes very much—I mean, it is—it's our own. It's mine. And, and sometimes it's not the way I live some, it. And sometimes that's not a great thing. No, man. Because that's not what God would find acceptable. You know, remember
1: some of you were coming around Wednesday nights two or three years ago. When we we're doing this thing, where I would pick somebody in the crowd that okay. night. And You can only do it with Wednesday night crowd. I don't know if you could do it with Sunday morning crowd? Yeah. Do the Wednesday night crowd. Say, I remember saying one night. Uh, Greg Laughlin, you're in charge tonight. At any time in the service, you can interrupt the service in any way you want and tell anybody here to do whatever you want to tell them to do. So we're in the middle of something. And he said, raised his hand, and said, "Yeah, I need Robert Childers to go over and pray with this person." And in in... so, like right, right in the middle
0: of your life, right in the man. middle
1: of it, man. So Robert got up, went over and prayed. And there was another time when somebody said, stopped and said, "We need to stop right now and take an offering for so and so and so and so." And we did. And something about the dynamic of that moment, I've never been able to get away from, that there was somebody that had been authorized to speak in such a way that everybody in the room said, okay, we're in. If that's what you say, we need to all go sit on the, on the right side over there and face that wall. That's what we're all going to do. And it feels like we need that kind of submission to yes. one another so we can learn from one another yeah. and, and let somebody challenge us yeah. to say, hey, this week... That's so what I want you to do this week. I want you to read the book of Romans from one end to the other. Between Sunday and Sunday, read the whole book.
0: Yeah, I'm, I I really am excited because one thing, you know, it's the Lord has absolutely put that on my heart. Yeah. To kind of spearhead that, um, I don't know why, but it's it's just been on my heart, and mind, and and I can't get away from it. And so hopefully by the end of the month, like we'll have we'll something have that together, ball rolling. Man. and and just be challenged to be challenged, you know. Can we, can we play a little game here? Wilma says, I can't wait to come and worship
1: with you. That's oh, my aunt, guys, yeah. and bring Dana with her. I'm so excited about that, Wilma.
0: Bring Larry with you, too, and make him stay over on Monday and watch basketball with us. There's a lot of people saying, um, I remember that Sunday also. Leah says, that was one of my favorite Sundays. Um, Tim Miller says, I definitely remember that Sunday. Um, Ramona says, maybe we could repeat that kind of a Sunday service. Yeah. You know that people, because you recognize how many years ago was that hair? Yeah, time goes by. Ten? Yeah, I, I don't have any idea. I don't have any idea. I don't have any idea. I mean, it would, it would be right there, would be along the same timeline of when we lost Harold.
1: You know, you know, I don't. Uh, we might repeat it. Yeah, I, 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 all I want to do is, and I think as you get older, it, it's a challenge to stay fresh. I, I'm kind of crazy and dramatic and creative anyway. But I don't want to lose the freedom to just do something crazy. Yeah. You know, Yeah. church it you, needs you to operate, be fresh, man. Yeah. I, needs,
0: I don't think people recognize it's different how you operate in terms of every Sunday morning. Because we talked, I'll give you an example. We talked last week, Harry and I was in a meeting, and we were going one direction with the sermon. He's like, hey, man, help me out with this throws some ideas out when I speak about this, and then by Sunday, he was at a totally different point, weren't you? Yeah. Totally different point of of where the Scripture kind of led you, where the Holy Spirit led you. Yeah. And so it's, it's just encouraging to know that, like, you're a pastor who's totally open to the work of the Lord, to to, to the Scripture forming your sermon, but also... To prepare, because there's there's some people out there, right, which is fine, yeah. who who ultimately like they get five months down the road on what they're going to preach on, which is that's oh, great yeah, organization. It. Yeah, it is. Right? <laughs> and and I and I know the Lord can still work. He uses that man every single morning. Like, yeah, he uses as it. you step up to the pulpit, he can give you something right then and there, even though you've had this sermon planned out yeah. for months. Yeah. But I think it's just interesting, and I don't know if everyone knows that how that's. How our pastor operates, but it's it's encouraging to know that you're you're wide open coming in here. Well, in that mornings.
1: particular week, uh, you know, I was working on Romans chapter twelve verses ten and eleven. Yeah, all week long. Yeah, but on about Friday, I noticed verse one, and I'm like, good grief! First one sets the stage for all of this. And at that point, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna have to deal with verse
0: one. So is- ultimately, you you almost cancel <laughs> almost, yeah, almost. You know, I just you threw the other this, in as
1: supporting right. points. Right. You no, know? yeah. That's yeah, right. that's, but that's it, if cool. we can be, and and I think I want to brag on our people, they don't hold me back. Yeah. The only thing that holds us back from being fresh and creative is me. Now I might get one or two complaints, but it, it doesn't matter. Our people, yeah, you're right. They'll go along. I mean, they will go along. They have in all kinds of ways. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. And, and to the fact, some of you guys remember this, Timmy Miller. Remember this, uh, the Sunday that. Uh, we were having church, and this dude comes running in from the outside of the foyer into the front of the room. He's got boxing gloves on, and he's <laughs> boxing the air, and everybody thinks... It's part of the sermon. Yeah, what's the yeah. pastor up to now? And there was a kid <laughs> on the back row. It was uh, Larry Parrish's younger son, uh, Cody. Cody, yeah. And he looked over at Cody and, boom, hit him right in the face and ran out the door. Just socked him. And it's like, what in the world just... But people had been used to so many... <laughs> Oddball illustrations, they thought, What's he gonna do with this one, you know? And uh, So
0: how long did it take people to recognize like Harry's not up to this? It, it, Some men run after the guy I'm sure, Larry
1: Borders being well, one. Uh, if they'd have known it the guys would have tackled him before he'd ever got right. through the door. But right. that, the reason nobody moved is they thought, Yeah, this is another one of those yeah. this is one of those atten- attempts to get the message across. Right. And right, so right, right. I, I, man, if you can, as people that yeah. attend our church Encourage that creativity, bring it to
0: the table as well. I mean, yeah. And I when don't... that creativity is out there, that's what I would say. When that creativity happens, and 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 part of that, like, you know, is on a Sunday morning, and there's a time to respond. Be the first. Yeah, that's right. You know, like you asked. Let me ask this question. You said at some point during the sermon on Sunday, you said, "Man, it's awfully quiet in here." And you and and I can almost I know what you were saying there. You you were as a pastor, you're thinking, either people you were just wondering in you're like, man, are people really getting this? Or are they just offended and, and have tuned me out? <clears throat> so what do, what do you think about that? And, sure. and chat, feel free to give us your input on that too. I'm interested to hear what's going what on. Now see, let me tell you all that.
1: guys. Trevor told me he's gonna bring us up. <laughs> we don't talk about all the pieces, but he said I'm gonna bring us up. And uh, well first of all, let me say it's, it's a little embarrassing. It's a little bit too self-aware to feel like, this is awkward, man. I'm feeling awkward up here. But in case you haven't noticed, preaching can be kind of awkward. Yeah. Particularly when you feel like you've studied a word and it's pretty strong and, it's, and, uh, and it goes cross-grain with where a lot of us are living. It's just
0: pretty awkward, man. It doesn't yeah. mean you're mad at people, but it's pretty awkward. You're just, and ultimately, <laughs> like, your heart is, I'm trying to challenge our people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Lord has put this on my heart and I got I got yeah. I got to be a mouthpiece here and and challenge cuz that's that's I think like that's one of the biggest reasons I think church is important you know for us individually yeah it's it's important to be a part of the body and to worship together but to be challenged week yeah. in week out by the word and and by what the pastor is getting worked on you know So
1: so you're up there preaching your heart out and it's quiet yeah. as the church mouse It was like, very
0: quiet yes Okay you know and I, I I'm I'm trying to and I do this, and it's a fault. Do you feel Sometimes. like, you, in those moments, do you feel like, man, maybe I need to back off a little bit? Or what?
1: No, I don't ever feel like backing That's good. off. That's good. No, I don't yeah. feel like backing off. Yeah, don't back off. But what I feel like is, am I, am I being clear? Is this being understood? Is there, is there resistance going on here? What's going on here, you know? And here's what would happen, guys. Let me tell you. One amen at the right time. The morning that Freda Combs said "word," it was like the whole congregation went. Pow. It was just like a little, little. And I'm telling you, that first response, if 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 the Spirit's speaking yeah. to you through the preaching, yeah. and there's a way that you need to respond, when you do, there's somebody else that says, "Man, I, I'm with you, brother. That's exactly the way I felt." You know. In fact, the end of the service. Yeah. One of the guys came forward and come up and knelt and prayed. I I don't know that I really gave an invitation, but he just came up and prayed. Well, that made an impact
0: on a group of guys, Oh, yeah. you know. And so, and about that same time, yeah. And it, it's just funny how it happened, but on the other side of the church, at, a lady went over there. There's a lady. And yeah. then and then when I when I recognized like, you know, after praying, like look over and there's a huge group of women, young to old, yeah, you know, yeah. and it, man, it, like if you miss those moments, like you're really missing something, you know. Yeah. And I hope, I hope we can just really take that challenge. How on. can we
1: create an atmosphere where it's okay to do that? How can we create an atmosphere where it's okay to
0: respond? That, that's it's on us though, isn't? Is it not? I don't know. Yeah, it's on. It's like we're on the you barriers, mean, aren't we? It's on. Well, like we? I'm, like Are every time. you talking about we or we, me. We, we, as in all of us. But like, there's always times where I could look back and you know, man, I really missed an opportunity where I knew I should have got up and said something. I, I and, and that, that's not for everybody, right? No, it's not. Not not everybody's comfortable standing up and saying, "Give me the mic, I'm ready to tell what the Lord's doing." Like, that's okay. We don't want everybody. To yeah,
1: either. we don't we, need that. Yeah, yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't
0: want need of... to go back to the days of Harry. I got a special. I'm gonna sing. Like we don't want to go back to those days. Ooh. But but here's where we're at though. There's there's too many times personally, and I'm, and I'm speaking for we, but I'm definitely speaking for myself, where I totally get in the way and I say I remember there was a time Can't do that. a number
1: of years ago where you felt what like the, people Lord, think? the Lord really wanted you to do something and you just flat wouldn't do
0: it. I mean you just said, yeah. And you're not the only one. Yeah. And I'm talking I'm talking Sunday morning specifically. Yeah. You know, and we can talk about life in general, but I'm yeah. talking for us when you ask the question, how do we how do we open that nozzle up and just wide open? Yeah. You know. How do we get that flowing? And you know, I, I like
1: I like uh I like black pre- preachers, especially oh, yeah. old black preachers. Oh, yeah, they get after I them. like G. E. Patterson, Gilbert Patterson. You just watch him. You get in you watch that congregation and you're like, Yeah, good grief. He's he's preaching and they're standing up, man. Oh yeah, they they can't sit still. And it's just like I would love to be there, but I think if I got there, I'd be scared to death. I don't think I could do it. To oh, i love to watch it on TV, but I think I'd be in there going, that old lady over there has me scared to death. I don't know what she's going to do. You know, so uh, uh, Michelle Martin says sometimes it's hard to be first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's never easy to stand out in the crowd or to make, make the first move. Or be bold in that. But in relationship, think about, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. But you know, it's part of the uh it's part of the challenge and privilege of and I don't know if we can make this more practical for Trev, yeah. if there's any way to make this more practical for the folk that are watching.
0: You know, that, I don't know, man. I just I just feel like that's why I say go back and listen to Sunday sermon if you haven't, because it was very practical. You know, when you talk about, you know, is it acceptable in God's eyes? Not you know, me standing up and, and, and saying, Harry, I got I to gotta share something. Like, it's not about you at that point. No. It's about pointing to Christ, yeah. you know? And I think at the end of the day, like, you're pretty open to the movement of the Spirit. We're, as a congregation, pretty open. But I think individually, like, we got to be really, you know, we got to come in on Sundays, you know, prayed up <laughs> and feeling like, I'm ready to go. Like you know, I'm ready. I'm expecting the Lord to do something yeah. huge today. You
1: remember the week before we talked about we talked about joy. Yeah. And and I made the I made the point and it's been a challenge to me too that uh I don't always need to go into the situation hoping the situation will bring me joy. But my hope is to bring bring joy into the situation. You know, and I thought what would it be like if on some Sunday morning Everybody came to church and they weren't coming in saying, boy, I hope today makes me feel better. Mm. I'm kind of dragging and spiritually I've had a hard week and Preach. and I've been down a whole lot, you know, and I'm just kind of struggling and this or that. And I hope the music and the sermon and the people, I just hope it dovetails for me together and somehow I can get kind of back up on the track. Yeah. Now be a room full of that verses. just one Sunday, be a room full of people who said, you know what, God's helped me this week and He's been with me and I can't wait to get in there and worship Him and man celebrate what he's done and, and give him praise and bring to him some of the stuff I'm scared about I'm struggling with and ask him to help me through it yeah. it's a whole different one comes in down here and one comes in up here
0: man right you know it's and, it's a difference between letting the wall down yeah. right taking yeah. the mask off like we say yeah. Yeah. you know be vulnerable enough to say yeah I need to be at that altar yeah you know because that's the only cuz my wife just put in the chat like man Sunday was very special and I agree because of the response time Mm -hmm. and then when I noticed walking away from the men's huddle I noticed and you came up to me and noticed it too but you're just like man nobody's leaving yeah everybody's like up here talking there's people all around talking and and that's special and I think people were more open to one another people were open to kind of just loving on one another from what they experienced with with two people yeah I mean, all it took was one or two people... One to, guy, one girl. ...to just move forward. One guy, one you know? girl. I don't know. Just, just be more
1: open. He was that. first. She was first. Yeah. Used to be when the old-fashioned revivalists would come to town. Literally, Trev, I'm telling you the truth. They'd find somebody in the crowd and encourage them when they gave an altar call to, be, to, be, to respond. To make sure something... To make sure they responded. Yeah. Because they knew... Somebody one, breaks the ice. Boom. Now, we're not, we're not looking for a no, we're not looking for break breaking the no. ice. We're not looking but, for the show. No. Uh, it, we, we are looking for people that are just genu- genuinely responding to what the Lord's saying and doing. And uh, every, time it, every time it makes, when it's genuine, it makes a difference.
0: Oh, yeah. It makes sure. a difference. You
1: know, so I, I really love that. I really love
0: that. Um, Aaron Van Fleet says, I tend to get quiet when I'm really focused and the message is hitting home.
1: Yeah. I had a number of people tell me, you know why people were so quiet, because it's right where we're all living, and I'm like, okay, I got that, because mm. I under that's, that's why it hit me, because I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm the one that determines in my life what I think is reasonable. I, I make those decisions, and so I, I let it in or I turn it out based on what I think, and yeah. so yeah.
0: I think we, we, all start we all live there
1: too much. Yeah, we got to start
0: uh, And we need, some, we
1: need somebody that would expand us, stretch us. Yeah. Say, come on. That's why we, everybody really needs a mentor.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody needs somebody walking along with them saying. You know, Giddy you, up. You
0: probably. Uh, yeah, you, calling yeah. you out. Yeah, calling you out. Calling you up. Calling <laughs> you up.
1: Yeah. Come on, Asking let's go. Asking,
0: caring, you know. Yeah, caring. Putting your arm around them and just loving, yeah. Because we all need that. Um... Now, let me tell this story. Yeah, go ahead. I need to be done. I don't know how many times I've told this story.
1: (laughs) I'm going to be like one of them old preachers. Everybody said, I've heard him tell that story 50 times. It's about the girl sitting in the balcony during his church service. Okay. And she said, I think the Lord wants me to do somersaults across the platform.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: It was one of those churches where you didn't do it without asking the pastor. Is that right? Yeah, I love that. Some... Some churches that are more dramatic, yeah. they have a methodology for that. You don't just run up and take over. Yeah. I mean, really,
0: yeah. you don't. You, yeah, you, that would be a mess, You send the it? word down
1: and it says, hey, pastor, I feel like the Lord's telling me to do summer salts across the platform. And he says, stay in your seat, girl. Or he says, hey, <laughs> hey, come on down. You know, so she makes her way down. And obviously, she was acrobatic enough that she did summer salt. And when she got done, some guy came busting down the hallway and hit the altar. And he said, I told the Lord this morning, and it always moves me. If somebody does somersaults across the altar, Get out I'll respond here. to you. Yeah.
0: She had to be first. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a perfect, absolute just, perfect, thank you for that, Harry. That's a perfect illustration. You
1: just never know what yeah. that one little obedience, and that's stupid. I mean, that's a stupid illustration. Yeah, but it's real, though. But like just that, one little word, one little deed, one little kindness, you know.
0: One little honest response uh, is—it goes so far. It takes boldness to do that. To be a girl that says, "I'm gonna okay, I gotta do somersaults."
1: (laughs) Don't try that on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) You do. I'm gonna say, just stay in your seat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, it's good to—it's good to be challenged, just to say, you know. and, And sometimes, well, we have to throw this in too. You know, there's certain personalities out there. When you say be first, they just kind of get crazy and say, I wanna And it's not about just dreaming up first things to do. It's about listening to the Lord in balance with his word and saying, I'm I'm convinced, I'm persuaded this is what the Lord wants me to do. And then be first. Mm. Don't just go nilly willy crazy saying, I'm gonna do something and make a big splash today. Yeah, all you're gonna do is get everybody wet, you're not gonna do anything, you know, because if the Lord's behind it, oh my goodness, it'll be exactly what he wants. But if you're just trying to even if you're just trying to do something, I mean it don't yeah. have to be
0: ugly motives. You're just trying to make something happen. Yeah. If the Lord's pushing you to do it, just otherwise don't do it. Yes, yeah. I, I know I know we need to wrap up, but I, I had one more thing to add. Um, and we talked about it earlier about a hitch. Yeah. I don't know, I felt like the Lord just telling me, like, let's talk about that for just a second before we wrap up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, let me be a little vulnerable and yeah. say, uh, my spiritual walk's probably like yours. It's moving forward. But it kind of moves forward like this. It seems like I make a little advance, and then something comes to me, and I, I feel like okay. I struggle. Well, then I recover back to where I was, and I make a little farther distance, and somebody says something, and didn't go like I wish it had it, uh, okay. and I take it personal, and I yeah. go back again. Or... You know, and I get back to where I was, and I find out this couple's leaving the church and they've been here forever. And I'm like, man, what did I do? How did, and boom, I'm, I'm, so it's like, I call it a hitch. It's a word for me. I don't know how I got to that word, but it, it really means it meant originally it was related to your walk. Okay. There's a pause in your walk.
0: Something caused that pause. Yeah,
1: it's like uh, they would say you can see people that walk with a funny gait. Yeah, you know they got a little bit of a. They would say he's walking with a hitch. Right. There's a pause or there's a Kinda jerk like a in gimp. your walk. Yeah. Yeah. Got a gimp knee. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes my spiritual walk, I just wanted to be, Shh. but I do pretty good. And I let something get to me, and I got to catch up. And then I, I make a little hit. And somebody says something stupid, and I got to catch up. And, and honestly, in my case, Trev, yeah. I have too many. Spiritual little backsets. They're just emotional, spiritual backsets. Most time, it's cause I'm too worried about me. Okay.
0: Like how people view you, yeah. or yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, you got any examples? Only about 10 million. (laughs) What about this week, this past week? Any examples of that? A hitch.
1: Yeah, you know, a hitch in your get along. Uh, I don't know. I want to be careful, you know. uh, So I preached hard Sunday morning. Yeah. I was excited about it. It was a good morning. We enjoyed it here together. And then. All it takes is for somebody to make some negative comment and I can go. Phew. Right, right, right. Like you didn't you didn't do that right. Or I find out uh, these people won't hear that Sunday. They're considering going to a different church. And I go. Because I always feel like I must have let them down somehow. Oh, okay. As if the whole world depended on me. How stupid is that? Yeah. And so, it just gets in the way for me, man. It gets in the way. And I will get to the point, Trevor, honestly, where I'm so much out of the equation that, honestly, I don't have to, I don't have these little, you know, I can go all day and make this far. Yeah. Because I'm going back and going forward, going back and going forward, going (laughs) back and going forward, going back and going forward.
0: That's pretty draining, right? Oh, it's draining. And sometimes that
1: happens in in your marriage, man. Yeah. The wife says something, the husband said something, and it's just like. It's just a great big pause in your spiritual. You'll like, man, I was having a great day until you said, <clears> and then I, maybe, it, maybe not everybody works that way, but I was having a great day until I run into this person at the store. Mm. Let me give you an illustration if I can. Yeah. And I know we need to wrap up. Yeah, you're fine. <clears throat> Monday Night Ball. Okay. Two of the best point guards in the league were facing one another. Okay. And they got to where it's obviously. It was almost not one team playing another team. It was one point guard playing the other point guard. Right. And in my mind, the better of the two got distracted by this other point guard. For sure. This one guy was a college ball player. He he may be, if not the best, he's the top two or three players in the whole league. Right, right. Fifty guys. Yep. And he let this other guy just get in his head. Uh-huh. And they didn't get physical. It wasn't nothing like that. They didn't even yeah. get really ugly it verbal ugly, with one yeah. another. But he couldn't get on with his game. Bec- so I went to him afterwards and said... He had a hitch. Uh, yeah, so I went to him afterwards and I called him out and said, Hey, dude, let me tell you something. Listen, you're way better than that. Next time, don't let that guy distract you. He said, daughter, lost. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. He distracted you. He distracted you. And you're way better than that. And and you you would have played way... He said, but it was just chirp, 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 chirp. You know how he does? He just chirp, chirp. I said, man, you've heard chirping your whole life. Just ignore the chirping. Yeah. And so we go along and we hear a little chirp, chirp, chirping. We get distracted. I wish I could tell you that didn't happen to me. I... Pray yeah. for me. I pray for me that quits happening oh, ever. Yeah, Again. for all of us. Yeah. You know, for we all need, of us. We need that help.
0: You just, you just spiritually, you just go on pause for a minute, or you, it's almost like you go in reverse. And and honestly, sometimes it's longer than we ever want it to be. Oh, sometimes it's a day, man. And <laughs> sometimes it's months, Oof. and sometimes it can be even longer than that. Don't you believe that? Oh, yeah, I do. And because starts, because of one thing, chirp, 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 chirp. chirp. Right. Something just got the best and, of me. And here's what I've realized. Sometimes when those things happen to me and I take it a certain way, that's not how that person meant that at all. I know. That's a huge... And sometimes they didn't even have to say anything. I just project oh, yeah. this thing, you know. It was funny, like, not too long ago you told me that somebody had texted you. And and I, obviously I'm not going to give away names here because that's not what we're about. I'll tell but, them who but it somebody, is. Go ahead. <laughs> But somebody texted you, and somebody that you haven't seen in a long time, and, and they just said, you know, I just need you to know that so-and-so just wants me enough for you to know that they forgive you. And when you told me that, I was like, what did you ever do? <laughs> and we both were just like, I don't know. And so you, you, could, you could sit there and, and recognize somebody that you had a relationship with, no more relationship for years and years and years, obviously, over some kind of projection that they had. And you're just kind of like, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah, really. Now, I know some people that seem to be able to just ignore that and keep going, man. I mean, nothing seems to get them down. And I'm a little bit envious of those people. Sometimes yeah. I worry they're not sensitive enough. Okay. If you're one of those, you're just nothing bothers you. I mean, you just walk on anything and yeah. anybody. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. But what I really don't want to be is I don't want to be so selfish and self-centered that I let somebody's comment put me on a spiritual pause. It's good. I
0: just
1: don't That's want good. to be put in a spiritual pause, man. Yeah. Yep. And the only way I know to do is call on the Lord, man. Yeah. Depend on Jesus. Call out to Jesus. Call out to Jesus. Lord, I leave this situation in your hands. I don't know. He may be right. She may be right. I may be a moron in this situation. But help me to run to you and find help because... uh, Be the first. Man, be the first. Life is too sweet and too precious and people are too important and the work of the kingdom's too important to let some... And I guarantee you there's people sitting here right now that can identify a personality or a hitch that sets them back all the time. Mm. Somebody says something, somebody does something, all repeatedly, all the time. So I make a little headway and boom, it's like I just get set back. I'm like, oh man, would you? And I get discouraged and I get back, uh, uh, you know, uh, because it, it sets you back. Yeah. It's not oh, like man. you're going to hell. I'm not talking about you backsliding completely. Though it can become an issue. Yeah. But I'm telling Forward movement just stops, and then, and then you find a way, you pray, you work through it, and you get ahead of it, and if you're not careful, you just get this far down the road, and then here comes the next one. And life ends up being a series of, and at the end of the day, you're this far down the road because you spend half your time either in neutral or going in reverse,
0: And I think, I think ultimately, like, what can help us with that? And, and, and to answer, and it goes along with what Leah just put. I think it's so important to pray for and encourage one another um, to help when these things come along, right? But here's the thing about that. If I'm not walking along with somebody, yeah. if somebody's not mentoring me, if I'm not being vulnerable enough to share that with someone, to share that struggle, that book we're reading, Disciple Shift, Talks about it this week at the chapter we're looking at now about this, this, this pastor and his wife and how they've, they, they moved through this rough season of their life where their son's a huge addict and just totally addicted to drugs to where he's in a halfway house trying to get better. Then they got to raise all this money to, to get him to this rehab center and they couldn't get it done. But the lesson that they learned in this whole process was that their small group that they were in, that they were a part of, people that were in their church, because they were vulnerable enough to be in a place where they just didn't act like they had it all together, right? Which I feel like so many of us, we, we come in, and, and I'm, man, I'm one of the most guiltiest people to feel like I always think, oh, I've got to have it together. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pastor. i got to have it together, you know? But, but to be so vulnerable, you know, I can learn a lesson from that to recognize, like, man, we don't need to be so... i got to have it together. I know you've
1: heard the yes. illustration. Somebody said... People go to AA and say, I've got a problem, and they get better. People come to the church and say, I don't have
0: a problem, and they get worse. Mm. So I think that answers the question you asked earlier, help us, right? You yeah. said, help us figure out how do, how do we have, be more open to, to those kind of services and, and, and for that flow to happen, you know, right? We, we talked oh, yeah. about that yeah, earlier, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a big one. Just be vulnerable. Have some people in your life. I'm not saying be vulnerable and stand up with a microphone oh, and, no, and tell Hope every Christ. sin you did this week. No, I'm Please not talking don't. about Please that. Please don't. We don't want that. Please you know? don't. But to have some people that you can rely on to be praying for you, to know that you are struggling, to to have someone to go to. And obviously, the most important one is to go to Christ with that, but to also have some brothers and sisters in Christ to be able to go to. you Because know? we all have struggles, right? Yeah. Like, we're not perfect. I hey, don't.
1: one of my greatest desires as the pastor of this church that's been here forever yeah. is that nobody have to walk alone. That's good. And I'm telling you guys that are watching, many people are walking alone. There's nobody that's there yep. that's really saying, I love you. I'm praying for you. In, I want to encourage you. If you need anything, call me. If you just need to talk, I'm available day or night. I'm going to be your friend to the end, and we're going to make it together. There's many, many people that don't have that. Mm. And, uh, man, it's good. my desire for us is uh, that we don't walk alone. It's good. All right, Harry, as we Well, one more up, thing. Yeah. Michelle Marlin's been on tonight, Mark. Yeah. And I'm glad to see her. She lost her mom this week, Greg oh, Farron. Sis- sis- well, last week, actually. Yeah. Greg's sister, Sandy. And, Michelle, we're aware of that. And uh, pray for you and your family in this huge transition. And Absolutely. your dad, as he tries to find his way forward uh, it's just huge peace and uh, I'm glad you're on That's, uh, remember Greg too and Don they lost their sister but it's good anything else Trev we need to talk about we need to wrap up in the right way
0: yeah I don't know man it's just it's, I, th- I really feel like the Lord's doing something new and fresh I do I, really, too. I really believe that with all my heart with different people Yeah, with different kind of avenues even yeah, and and we really have to be a people who's vulnerable and, and open to whatever the Lord wants for us personally.
1: Yeah, Trip, you give me an opportunity to yeah. say this, and and I don't want to stretch it longer and wear yeah, people fun. out, but I tell you, this is not a discouraging time for the church. Mm. It's different time. It's different for sure. No question, it's different. But I'm telling you, the Lord is moving. And he's working, and people are responding, and
0: uh,
1: it's okay, man. It's a good season. It's a good
0: season. We had 25 teenagers at our Super Bowl party. Did you really? Sunday night, and it was such. And that's not a brag on anything but the Lord, because it gave these students a time to just be together, to laugh, to fellowship, to have some adults love on them and care for them, and. You know, I don't know. It'd be easy to look and say, "What a tough season," but man, I'm telling you, the Lord—like we have to be open to what the Lord wants to do because He's doing some 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 pretty awesome stuff. If we already. can be open to those the newness yeah. of that, you know, if we can get beyond
1: what we think is reasonable,
0: yeah, that's good. That's good.
1: So it may not be unreasonable that when we get done with this call tonight, you send a text to encourage somebody. Okay. Is that the challenge? The challenge tonight is before you go to bed tonight. Now see. See how hard it is? Some of our you already said, I ain't gonna do that. It's too late. I ain't too late. Come
0: on. <laughs> it's just that we get I'm saying we have excuses, yeah, we yeah. got
1: excuses. We get in this we get in this routine that says I only do what I want to do. And I'm the world's worst at that man.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm saying I wanted to be in a group where somebody else is telling me what to do, and I have to say Roof. Really? Okay, you know. <laughs> so I want to tell you tonight, before you go to bed tonight. Yeah.
0: Do it fast. Do it quickly.
1: Yeah. Send an encouraging text to somebody. You can say whatever you want to say. Just That's encourage. Great, say I appreciate you and who you. No, I ain't gonna tell you what to say. Just encourage somebody. <laughs> and be let the fresh work of God happen. That's great. And rejoice, man. Let's just let's enjoy the Lord and one another, man. Let's enjoy one another. It's good. It's good. The Lord's good. and so Absolutely. We need to be done, don't we, Trevor?
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Before
1: everybody leaves and goes home. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause His face to shine upon you, be gracious to you, and give you not just quiet, but the wholeness and the fullness of life that the Old Testament calls peace. In Jesus' name, have a great evening. Thanks for stopping in. I'm going to shut up. Bye.